Wellness Conversations is a talk show for growing better in body, mind, heart and soul. Each week we hear a story and experiences that have shaped an individual's life in a way that empowers and heals them. With the aim that in hearing their story, it helps empower and heal us too. So come and join the conversation. This is Wellness Conversations brought to you by our wellness community. And my name is Michelle Scott. And uh, welcome back, our second show for 2021. And we've got quite the show for you today. You know, each and every week, it's all about uh, wellness tools. It's all about adding new tools to uh, to the self-help kit so that we can absolutely grow better in body, mind, heart and soul. So, you know, Casey Radio uh, audience, uh, today we've got uh, the beautiful Martina Lieberson. And Martina has uh, lots of tools in her kit, as do all of our fabulous gifted uh, ladies that come on the show. Uh, and Martina is no exception. Some of the tools in uh, her kit, Reiki master, emotion code practitioner, also body code practitioner. We're going to find out a bit more about that. And also hypnosis. Welcome to the show, Martina. Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me. It's a true honor to be oh. on an Australian radio show all the way from Sweden. I know. Let's start with that. I mean, how wonderful that we live in this uh, day and age where, you know, I can be uh, I can be talking to you in Sweden and you can be on Casey Radio. Wow. Yes. <laughs> pretty cool. It is. <laughs> it is very, very cool. So, oh, welcome to the show. And uh, Martina, we're going to have uh, a cracker of a show today because you and I have had lots of fun in other, in other, on our other platforms, uh, on our other platforms um, on uh, on Facebook. You've been on the Woo Woo Show with me a couple of times, and you've been in our wellness community, and uh, and we've interviewed you in there. So we know we're lucky enough to know a little bit about your story. But of course, our KC Radio audience are meeting you for the first time. So let's uh, let's tell them how. How did you get to be where you are and so passionate about what you do? How did this happen? Oh, the year was 2013. I was pregnant. Uh, it was a cold and dreary November up here in Sweden. November is cold. And I <laughs> was nauseous, nauseous, pregnant. And I knew in my heart, no, no, you know, the regular healthcare couldn't help me. So I Googled and I don't know how, but the first Google result was an emotion code practitioner named Charan Sirdhar, amazing, amazing lady. And within 60 minutes, her emotion code session with me cured the nausea. Wow. I, I couldn't believe it. And I told her immediately, what is this? I am signing up and I registered. Within 24 hours, I was registered. I was good to go. Terrific. That's how the journey started. And Emotion Code also works with the subconscious mind. That's where I learned in 2013 the power of our subconscious. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And then from there? From there? I, I kept studying. I, you know, got clients immediately because, you know, emotion code works from a distance. Our subconscious mind, we can communicate 
with other people's subconscious mind remotely, which in 2013 and 2014 immediately gave me a global platform. So I started learning body code, which deals with the frequencies of the anatomy and also uses the subconscious mind to clear imbalances, to get all of our energy body parts, all aspects of our energy body up and running using the subconscious mind. I've used that for years, solely emotion code and body code. And a couple of years ago, Sano Mentology Hypnosis was created by a man named Martin Rothery in the UK. I was cured from my agoraphobia, long story. I was cured from my agoraphobia in one session. Wow. I went from not daring to go outside to traveling by subway in rush hour within 24 hours. Mm. Subway, you know, rush hour in any big city. Mm. Any normal person does not enjoy that, you know, and imagine having had agoraphobia. That means that you're afraid of going outside and meeting people. So Mm. from that to just sitting there on the subway, feeling okay, feeling safe which is something we're going to talk more about as well, how important it is for the subconscious to feel safe. That is what I do when I work with the subconscious mind. Yeah, I often find it's interesting because, uh, because the, um, the similarities between, between all of the uh, beautiful ladies that, um, that I interview on the show, you know, myself included, we go on to whatever it is that we become passionate about, is the very thing that we found, you know, helped us, yes. helped us. Uh, it either healed us or it helped us or it gave us, uh, you know, for me, when I found numerology, it really gave me that uh, insight into myself and my life that, um, you know, I then became passionate about uh, sharing with others. So that's amazing. So you actually, you know, the tools in your kit uh, um, helped you to heal uh, in in a couple of very specific uh, blocks of, uh, of your life, Martina. Yes, yes. definitely. And so that tell is us what about, I tell um, So the hypnosis, how did you, how did you spell that? How did you say that? So sanomentology. Sanomentology. Wow, hypnosis. Yep. And so what's the difference? I mean, I actually, I actually, um, I did a, a weekend uh, course in hypnosis many years ago. It wasn't for me, but uh, what's the difference between hypnosis and um, sanomentology hypnosis then? Sanomentology uses the dream state Ooh. while we are awake. Yep. That means that it is, in fact, something that looks and feels like a daydream to the client. Okay. We help the subconscious mind to create safe analogies, which means that I can treat traumas and phobias that you can't even believe mm. that create these programs in the subconscious that have had debilitating effects and I lead them through the safe analogies that their subconscious mind creates under my guidance. 
And after the daydream has finished, they have left the daydream, they go back into the room, the trauma, the phobia, the pain is gone. So we're talking about, so, so the difference between that and hypnosis? Normal hypnosis takes you into a deep, deep trance, a deep, deep sleep. Uh, you don't remember anything. Uh, it, normal hypnosis, in my opinion, is a bit more of a hassle than sanomentology, where you are wide awake, you're in full control. And a big part of the session, I speak to the subconscious mind as I would to a very, very wise person, uh, you know, of whom I'm the authority, the temporary authority, like a teacher. So I tell the subconscious. So the client has had a snake bite when they were six years old, and now they're phobic of snakes. So we are going to deal with that now. Mm. Okay, we might uh, we might come back. Uh, we might have a short break and come back and talk uh, a little bit more about that. This is Wellness Conversations. My name is Michelle Scott, and Wellness Conversations is brought to you by our wellness community. Now, to uh, today we are talking to Martina Liberson. Martina is actually talking to us all the way from Sweden. Wow! Welcome back, Martina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm loving this. This it's is amazing. So, it's so exciting. And Martina, uh, we're talking about, you know, you've got lots of tools in your kit. You've got emotion code, body code. Uh, but at the moment we're talking about, uh, we're talking about the hypnosis and uh, particularly the sanomantology hypnosis. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we said before we went to uh, a, a wee break that, um, you know, hypnosis, traditional hypnosis is more trance-like and, and I guess takes you on a little bit of a different journey. Perhaps you're not quite as interactive as, uh, as sanomentology, do you think? Because she was saying sanomentology is uh, uh, a bit more like a dream state and you're kind of, uh, there's a little story that yeah. you're taking them on and healing them through. Yes, yes. exactly. Excellent. So we, we, we tell the subconscious mind, okay, so... Uh, this uh, lovely person has carried this phobia now for maybe 30 years, 40 years. And it is time, subconscious mind, it is safe for you to let it go. So the subconscious mind, when it is directly addressed, just like when we hear our name and we're like, huh, what? I That's like what the that. subconscious mind does. Yes. Okay, so so immediately. Yes, so the subconscious mind is like, ooh, my new friend is talking to me. I'm going to listen. So the next step is to make the subconscious mind trust the process, trust what is happening. And to keep the trust, to keep the flow, we lead the subconscious mind in on visualizations. And it could be a domed room with a domed roof and a desk in the middle with an old book that will heal the client from nice. this particular ailment. Yeah. Or my favorite, we go to a castle. Mm -mm -mm. And in the castle, we let the subconscious mind do what it needs to do. We let it explore. The castle is a metaphor for the various parts of our consciousness. 
And since I have primed the subconscious, told it already, listen, we have to get rid of the phobia now, it will find safe spaces in the castle where mm. the imagery, because this is a very pretty daydream, that I is what the client yes. you know, feels like doing. It's, it, that's what it feels like, a daydream that is quite pleasant. Sometimes a bit intense emotions as they bubble up and disappear into nothingness, nevertheless pleasant. So for this phobia, maybe the subconscious mind, instead of a snake, if we're talking about a snake phobia, shows a rope or a hose or something else that is long to make the conscious mind think, hmm, ah, this is okay, okay. And then it deals with this long thing. Uh, Maybe the person picks it up and Mm. throws it in the bin or it holds it and lets it change into something. One lady, she had a dragon. She was down in the dungeon under the castle, which to me proved that this was something really deep. She Mm -hmm. was down there and it was dark. It was mysterious and wet and a bit scary. And she had a dragon that helped her. And I loved her subconscious mind for creating such a fierce creature. Mm -hmm. And that dragon helped us throughout the entire session. It walked with her. She could feel its breath on her face. That's how powerful the subconscious mind is. So what uh, what was her phobia? uh, Her specific issue was this nagging anxiety caused by work-related issues. Colleagues were bullying her. So the dragon was symbolic of of her her inner power or? Yes. So the Mm. dragon in this case wanted to help her see and feel her strength Mm. and told her, I am always with you. And what also was so cool with that session, it gave her a golden key, a golden key of knowledge And, you know, what happened was, so she got the key, the dragon helped her. We uh, went through the castle. And after the session, she lost her job, which first, you know, oh, no, but that's bad, Martina. What the heck? Okay, no, it turned out to be the biggest blessing of her life created, I believe, by her subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. Because today, today, In January 2021, this was six months ago, she is my colleague in sanomatology hypnosis. Mm. She found her life's calling. And I believe that dragon, that golden key, was indeed the literal key, the literal key to the life she is supposed to live. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, so it's kind of a, you know, it, it's, it's, it's a journey of, of, of guided imagery and, uh, you know, yes. there's words in there, there's symbolism in there. So, um, you know, all of which, of course, the brain loves. I mean, the brain is uh, whatever, you know, whatever is going on on the inside or the outside, the brain is, you know, soaking that up, whether it's good or bad. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Everything is information. Everything that we see Hear, touch, smell, taste is information to the brain that categorizes it as safe or unsafe all day long. 
safe, unsafe, safe, unsafe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating, isn't it? How life it is, is fascinating. It really yes. is fascinating. So, wow. you know, so so um, I know also with body code or, or emotion code, you can do that as well. With emotion code, you can also get into the subconscious mind. So, you know, we've yeah. been talking, um, uh, we talked about it on the woo-woo. We've also been talking about this uh, in the wellness community, how, you know, the subconscious blocks, if you uh, don't know what they are, you can very well be, you can very well be, thinking that you want this. So let's use money as a really good example of uh, saying, oh, you know, I, I want money. I want more money. If only I had all the money in the world, I wouldn't have these problems. But then you've got these subconscious blocks. So tell us a little bit about uh, subconscious blocks around money. What are some of the stories you've come across? What are some of the blocks that you've come across with uh, people wanting oh. money, but then moving in the opposite direction because of those blocks? Oh, yeah. So this is truly one of my favorite types of work uh, on myself as well. So if you grew up in a family where money was scarce, mm. actually in wealthy families, you have other types of blocks, but yes. where money was perceived as scarce, those are the stories that you grew up with. But also your parents, because emotion code goes into the family lineage, your parents grew up with those subtle messages from their parents who had subtle messages about money from their parents, which means it is all inherited downwards in the lineage and it comes down to you. Yeah. And you have no idea why, but money might petrify you or money might feel like something that makes you angry. Mm. And that anger stems it could be what happens in my sessions. It shows sometimes 20 generations of inherited anger because 20 generations ago, there was this huge, huge fight about the legal tender, the currency that was in their society at that time. And all of that anger, all of that negative energy just trickles down through the lineage, down to you, and boom, you're angry about money and it's not yours. It has nothing to do with you. Nevertheless, it's in your energy field and it is in your subconscious mind. So those sessions I call money wall sessions. I remove a money wall yes, by removing money emotions. And the one track Talk a little bit more yeah. about that because there's also uh, the heart wall as well. So, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, which oh, is just, yes. uh, you know, fantastic. Uh, oh, I just love, uh, love talking about, uh, talking about all of these things that, uh, you know, go really deep. We're diving in deep there today. <laughs> we are. We, we are 20 generations deep. That is what happens mm. in my sessions. The blocks are inherited. We'll be, we'll be right back. We have uh, Martina Liberson in the house. And Martina is actually talking to us from Sweden. And uh, we are really getting into, uh, we're getting into the subconscious mind and, you know, uh, what drives and motivates us that we may not even be aware of. And before we went to break, Martina talked about uh, money wall. There's also the, uh, the heart wall as well in emotion code. But let's stay with money for a moment because I know that, each and every year. That's the one thing we all think that we want 
the most of and we all think that's going yeah. to uh, help us to live happily yeah. ever after so you were saying martina that uh you know with um with Moneywall, you talked about how, firstly, firstly, there's uh, absolutely an energy and there is, uh, there's an energy that's handed down, uh, you know, through the generations so that uh, it can yes. go 20 generations back if, uh, yes. you know, your ancestor had an issue with money that it's uh, carried down and you're carrying some of that energy. And, and what we are focused on is that uh, you might want more money. You might be really working so hard to get that money you may have all the talent and gifts gifts in the world yeah. to get that money but yeah. you're not getting that money so what are some of the other symptoms that might uh, show up if i had a money wall how would i know oh, oh. so when you have this talent when you have this passion and you genuinely know i should i should be able to reach the world with my message. Mm. But then right before your very first scheduled interview, you're really nervous and bam, you get the stomach flu. Your subconscious mind, because you're so scared, it feels unsafe, bam, gives you stomach flu. Right. For instance, all these weird, weird, weird injuries and sudden illnesses that come out of the blue. Yeah. Right before your big break, students, um, okay, that's not exactly money, but in a way it is, in a way. In a right, way it right is, right yeah. Before, yeah, you know, right before their biggest exam of the year, every country in the yeah. world has this, you know, exam finale thing. And then they, you know, break their leg and have to be hospitalized for four weeks, missing all the exams. Boom, that's the subconscious mind actually protecting them. It thinks because the student felt unsafe and the brain went, hey, unsafe, ooh, I must protect this person. So what can I create to protect them? Something that keeps them bedridden, something mm. that keeps them away from that unsafe thing. Aha, mm. well, we're going to break a leg, aren't we? Yes, we are. And the subconscious mind does this constantly. That's why some people feel, what in the heck? Why can I never catch a break? Mm. That feeling, why in the heck can I never catch a break? Why is this always happening to me? That's a heart wall. That's a money wall. That's subconscious blocks. All yes. riddled in your mind, in your energy field. Mm, mm, I love it. And then, of course, that's where you come in. I mean, emotion code's a little bit different. Uh, an emotion code session would be different, of course, to the hypnosis. Do you have, uh, how do you sort of work out which is the right one for your client? Uh, every time I have a person in front of me, uh, usually over Zoom or Skype, I ask their subconscious mind what ah. it wants. So their subconscious mind might even say, because of the fear of me being a new person, they might be so traumatized, um, you know, for some reason, that the subconscious mind might even say, no, I don't want anything. And then I know, oh, we have a huge wall. Okay, good. So I can carefully, like a mother gets the child to take its medicine, I take the subconscious mind through this safe little, little gentle story. Listen, I can help you. This is good for you. Just 
give me a chance to prove that this is good for you. The mother with the medicine to the kid, this is good for you. Mm. This will help you get well. The subconscious mind always caves in and tells me, okay, fine. You can remove the heart wall. I have a big heart wall. Start with that. And then after the heart wall is gone, the subconscious mind is really liking me and goes, okay, let's do that hypnosis thing then. Mm. And then we're on a roll. Mm. Trust me, we're on a roll. It works every time. I have people Mm. telling me, I can't visualize. I have no imagination. Well, perfect. Those are my best clients. They don't have to have an imagination or be able to visualize. The subconscious mind does its thing anyway and might use sounds or colors or sensations. Yeah, exactly. So, so, you know, the kind of uh, some of the tools that you're actually using in that session are guided imagery, uh, talk therapy, I guess, talk therapy. Um, Oh, yes. and, And as you just said there, you're using, you know, there'd be some sound, sound therapy as well. Yeah, what sort of, um, you know, and all of that, all of that is kind of uh, uh, guiding you to kind of tap into uh, what's going on with that individual. Um, and and then, you know, um, yeah, do, do you kind of, is it just, um, is, is it, well, obviously, you know your stuff. So you would just have, uh, you would have all your tools and you would just be intuitively, it's a combination, isn't it, of, of, of knowledge and experience but also knowing and intuitive and, and, and energetic all at the same time. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And letting their subconscious mind feel and know that it is the boss. Yeah. The subconscious mind tells me everything. It tells me when we remove the heart wall, oh, it was this trapped emotion. Uh, it guides me through the emotion code chart. It was this trapped emotion of betrayal at the age yes. of three. It needs to be removed, Martina. And then it removes it because I tell it to. That's why it works remotely. It's communication. Mm, mm. But I so, love that. Uh, I love that yeah. you have, uh, yeah, you have a chart so you can, uh, you know, um, you can really pinpoint, can't you? You can pinpoint, oh, uh, you know, sort of what happened and, and what age it happened at. Yes, the subconscious mind will tell me everything through muscle testing. So I let the subject nod. Uh, the it's easiest for the subconscious mind to use a simple muscular response. And I, I go with the head nod. That's easy for me to see when yeah, we're on video. Yeah. So there's a little bit of, you know, that can be a little bit of kinesiology in there as well. Yes, it is. And <laughs> if they have a lot of trauma stored in the body, the body wants to move. The subconscious mind will let their body mm. move a lot. And it's all safe. It's all good. A bit of twitching. Like just when you fall asleep at night. Yes, that your body yes. That's trauma being released. Mm. And that happens in a session. And then I actually do grab my pendulum. Their eyes are closed. They're mm. processing. And I take my pendulum to double check their subconscious mind's progress and work. It's safe. It's wonderful. It's amazing. Yeah. Mm. And Within two hours, they are mm. free. So the process is unique and their subconscious mind is the boss, mm. decides, okay, I want to remove the heart wall. Okay, now I want hypnosis. Okay, Martina, you know, I want Reiki. This lady needs Reiki and a lot of it. And that's beautiful. Then, then I know that their subconscious mind truly is open mm. when it goes into the woo-woo. I'm like, yes, bring it. Amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's fantastic, Martina. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, now, where can we find you, uh, your website? Where can we find you online? You can find me at martinalieberson.com and fantastic. on Facebook. Fantastic. And for more information, uh, also uh, uh, available at Michelle Scott on Air on Facebook, there'll be a link to uh, join Martina's uh, community and uh, and learn more, learn more about emotion code and body code. And in particular, sanomantology. That's a mouthful, isn't it? Sanomantology, yeah. <laughs> uh, hypnosis. Yes. yes. Oh, thank you, thank you so much for joining us, uh, darling. And, and you know, in our wellness community, we are, I do say this each and every week. You're probably sick of me saying this each and every week that it's all about growing better in body, mind, heart, and soul. But you know what? It's uh, true. That's what it is all about. Wellness conversations, our wellness community. It is all about how to be better, to do better, to have better in this uh in this lifetime it's uh you know we're only getting the one go at it uh in this body you know as this individual we are only getting one go at it so um i'm very passionate about all things wellness last year i began a diploma in positive psychology and well-being and uh, i love this i posted about it uh today in our wellness community that uh, how the brain has a property called neuroplasticity. And what this means, uh, audience, is that um, the brain has the ability to change its structure, connections and function in significant ways and does so through repeated sensory and learning experiences. So I've, uh, you know, I've been very lucky and I'm very grateful to, uh, uh, to be part of the uh, Positive Psychology and Wellbeing Diploma Group because uh, I'm learning so much about, uh, you know, what I sort of learned through the uh, spiritual path, the self-development uh, path. I'm actually now getting to uh, see here, uh, you know, all of the science uh, behind it that, uh, you know, whether it's actually happening or we are only imagining it happening or thinking on that inner level about it happening, the brain doesn't know the difference between, you know, what is actually happening and what, uh, and what I am only thinking about or uh, fantasizing or imagining about uh, that all of those different ways when we attach to any of that when, uh, you know, we become obsessed with a particular train of thought, when we are caught in a thought loop, you know, whatever that may be, that, uh, that attachment, that addiction, that, uh, you know, constant continuous uh, route of, uh, of routine and ritual around a word, a thought, an experience, a person, a situation, you know, whether it uh, happened then and uh, you know, is not happening now. The brain doesn't know any of that. And uh, I came across this uh, fabulous study, you know, as um, there's also some fabulous books out there, of course. And uh, this is from uh, a book called The Emotional Life of, uh, of the Brain. But uh, as I said, through my uh, Diploma of Positive Psychology and Wellbeing, you know, so many studies around the power of the mind, the power of belief, so many studies around, uh, you know, self-talk matters. Well, in uh, The Emotional Life of, uh, of the Brain, it talks about a virtual piano study. 
conducted at Harvard uh, University by Alvaro Pascual Leone. Uh, a group of volunteers divided into two. The uh, one half were taught uh, a simple five-finger keyboard piece to practice over and over for a week with their right hand. After that, using neuroimaging to determine how much of the motor cortex was responsible for moving those fingers, the study found that the intense practice had expanded that relevant uh, region. And to them, this was not surprising as other experiments had found that learning specific movements causes such an expansion in this area. What was surprising is that the other half of, uh, of the volunteers only imagined doing so. They only imagined practicing this keyboard piece uh, with their right hand without actually ever touching the ivories, the keys on the, uh, on the piano. Following this, when the researchers uh, measured the motor cortex, they were surprised to find that the region that controls the fingers of the right hand had expanded in the virtual pianist, just as it had in the volunteers who had actually played the piano. So in the book, uh, The Emotional Life of uh, the Brain, written by Richard Day Davidson um, with uh, Sharon Begley, he says, thinking and thinking alone had increased the amount of space the motor cortex devoted to um, that specific function. So, you know, uh, ladies and gents, uh, self-talk matters. You know, what we think about and talk about matters. So in 2021, moving forward, what words are running through your head at the moment over and over and over again? I thought it might be, uh, you know, timely to uh, to think about that and think about how, it, how it's making you feel. If you're obsessed about uh, words that are really making you feel empowered, inspired and uplifted, then, of course, hang on and hold on to those. But if you are, you know, running, running uh, around in your head uh, with words that are disempowering you rather than empowering you, then, uh, and it's not making you, it's making you feel disinspired and demotivated, then what words could you replace those words with that'll turn how you feel around. But always remembering, again, another uh, fabulous, uh, fabulous uh, uh, perspective that I've, uh, that I've gotten out of positive psychology and well-being is that, uh, you know, what's really important to remember is that uh, our thoughts and feelings is data. Our emotions are data. And if we are having persistent negative thoughts and feelings, then that data is trying to alert us to something. It's okay to feel, um, you know, all of the downturns and the disappointments, the letdowns, the losses, the uh, the loneliness. That's okay. We all go through that at uh, different times in our lives. But when we are holding on to that in a way that is longer than, uh, you know, uh, just for a time, then it's important that uh, we recognize that is a signal from the body, from the brain, from the heart, that uh, we need to do something. So if you are caught in that loop, if you're caught, uh, especially with the, the way the world, uh, the state of the, the state of the world uh, at the moment, uh, we're all at different uh, levels of, um, uh, you know, mental attitude about all of that. So if you are caught in a, a uh, spiral of, 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 um, a spiral that is, uh, you know, really holding you back at the moment, please reach out 
please reach out. You've got, uh, you know, there's so many fabulous organisations these days that uh, are, are ready and willing to help. You've got Beyond Beauty. Beyond Blue, you've got Lifeline, uh, you know, reach out, uh, seek ways to learn, seek ways to heal, seek ways to change, uh, you know, get better at problem solving, get better at placing conflict if that's uh, what you need uh, to do. Uh, but definitely, you know, um, take that uh, take that as um, an absolute signal that uh, it's time to reach out. So that number for you there, Lifeline Australia, one three double one. One four. So going into 2021, you know, we are allowed to, uh, you know, um, be, do, have all the happiness uh, that is, uh, you know, waiting in store for us. And if we are not feeling that way, then let's have a look at what we are talking about, thinking about what are we, uh, you know, what words are running over and over in our heads. And let's see if we can change that. And if we can't change that, reach out to those people that can help you change that. Thank you so much for listening, Casey Radio 97.7 FM. We'll see you again next week on Wellness Conversations, 3 to 4 p.m.